Hello and welcome to Victory Briefings, where we use the Word of God for a victorious life. I'm Dwight Hammond, and I thank you for joining me today. Be blessed by the Holy Spirit as He gives you new revelation knowledge through the Word of God. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 1 tells us, Therefore be imitators of God as dear children. Now the therefore immediately points us back, back to the last verse of chapter 4, where we are encouraged to be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. Paul's topic here is God's forgiveness as our example of forgiveness. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 1, Therefore be imitators of God as dear children. Be imitators of God. In other words, follow the example that God has established for us in forgiveness. This is a major key to getting our prayers answered. If you're holding bitterness or a grudge in your heart towards someone, that bitterness is going to eat you up. Unforgiveness will keep your prayers from being answered. According to Mark 11.25, If you refuse to imitate God by keeping a root of bitterness in your heart, It'll cause you to be as unfruitful as the fig tree Jesus cursed. I believe unforgiveness grieves the Holy Spirit and hinders his fruit. God's word tells us the importance of our forgiving one another. When Jesus was giving the disciples the model prayer, he included, Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors in Matthew 6.12. Asking for forgiveness but also acknowledging the fact that we have received forgiveness and that we ourselves must be forgiving. Forgive us and help us to be forgiving as we forgive others. Jesus emphasized a very important stipulation as he closed his prayer directive. He says, For if you will not forgive men their trespasses, neither will my Father forgive you your trespasses. Matthew 6.15 It is always our turn to forgive. God first forgave us, now we must forgive one another, even as he forgave us. Peter said, Lord, how often should I forgive a brother the same offense? Seven times? Maybe Peter was thinking, I got this. Jesus answered him and said, no, Peter, 70 times seven. 490? The Lord was making the point that forgiveness is not a matter of equal accounting, but it is a matter of spirit. God wants us to have a forgiving spirit. Yes, you have been wronged. Yes, you have a right to be angry. Yes, you have a right to be upset over a situation. And yes, you can be devoured by unforgiveness. Or you can forgive and not give place to the devil. So the last verse in chapter 4, verse 32, and the first verse of chapter 5 says, And be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. Therefore, be imitators of God as dear children. Now, as you can see, verse 5-1 ties to the previous verse in chapter 4. God is an example for us in forgiveness. We need to be imitators as sons of our Heavenly Father who has forgiven us. Children are like their parents. And God wants us to be like him in his image. Now remember the first three chapters of Ephesians, Paul has explained 
that God has blessed us in Christ in heavenly places and having seated us together in Christ, the Father has made us heirs together with him. Three chapters tell us all that God has done for us and all that God has promised us. Now Paul finally starts talking about our walk. Paul lays down the foundation first of God's grace and his love and his goodness and blessings and provisions. Now because we have been so loved of God, so blessed of God, so taught of God, Paul tells us to copy the Father and walk in love like Christ loved us. Ephesians 5, 1 and 2 says, Therefore be imitators of God as dear children and walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us, an offering and sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. So with forgiveness, God is the example. We are to forgive as God has forgiven us. Be imitators of God. In walking in love, Jesus is our example, who loved us and gave himself for us. So with self-sacrificing love, he has given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. That sweet-smelling aroma is referring to the Old Testament sacrifices. When the priests were finished offering sacrifices, God was satisfied. The obedience to his word was a sweet smell to him. When Jesus went to the cross, died for the sins of the world, and was resurrected on the third day, God was satisfied. When Jesus offered himself up as a final sacrifice, he was a sweet-smelling aroma. God was so satisfied with the work of Jesus. Because I have accepted the work of Jesus, God is satisfied with me. When Jesus sat down at the right hand of the Father, God must have said again, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Matthew 3.17 Then, when I was born again, he probably said the same thing about me through Jesus I know if I continue to walk in his love, he is satisfied. 2 Corinthians 2.15 tells us, For we are to God a fragrance of Christ among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. All the while, keep in mind that Jesus is the Christ. He is the anointed one. We need his anointing to be like him as we are continually being filled with the Spirit and being enabled for his service, and so we will be like him. Now let's agree in prayer. Lord, thank you for all that you are. Thank you for all that you have done for me. Thank you for Holy Spirit. He reveals to me your will and your wisdom. Holy Spirit, help me follow the Father. With you, I can mimic the Father and the Son in love. Jesus, keep me filled with love and forgiveness as I represent you on the earth. And in your precious name I pray, amen. Thank you for following the podcast. I hope you will share this message. God bless you, my friend. Remember, you can share your comments and prayer requests. Click the mailbag button on the website, or you can email me mailbag at victorybriefings.net. With your permission, I'll read your comments on the mailbag section of the podcast. This program and other materials are available at victorybriefings.net. 